good evening, everybody. Uh, hope you're having a great Monday night. Hope your week's off to a good start. I'm Johnny Torres. Welcome to the show. This is the Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Uh, we have uh, plenty to talk about, as you can imagine. Uh, we uh, have also got a lot of exciting things coming in the next couple of weeks in regards to the growth of the show. Uh, by the way, we also uh, recently hit number 150 once again, top 150 podcasts in the country uh, related to government issues, uh, uh, government and politics. And so that's always a great thing. And that's all thanks to you you uh those of you watching listening to the show whenever wherever you may be doing so don't forget if you're watching the show uh on facebook youtube uh you of course can watch all the episodes there but you can also take us with you the audio version of the podcast is now available on your favorite social media platform uh and podcast platform okay so make sure you look for us on your favorite podcast platform uh we also got a website that we'll be launching uh very shortly uh excited about that just another way for you to engage with the show um and uh we are bringing on another new sponsor which i'm incredibly excited about and we're just finalizing the details on that so um i i also <laughs> want to make a quick note uh before we we get into tonight's uh round table and uh topics is um because for some reason it's always the losing campaigns if you were on a losing campaign could you please get your yard signs Okay. The winning campaigns never seem to leave them around. It's always, it's always the losing ones that you find like just scattered all over the place. And, uh, it's just not cool. Uh, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. So anyways, just a little public service announcement there. As you can see to my left tonight's topics, as you can imagine, Queen Elizabeth, the second, uh, being at the top of the news, uh, worldwide really. And, uh, we'll get into, um, whether or not you should care. <laughs> and then and really who cares the most <laughs> and then uh, we'll talk about closing the florida gap as lots of polls are coming out as we get closer to uh prime uh general election day here in florida and being florida uh we love a tight race and so we'll talk about some of the polls that are out um at uh, various levels and uh you know how it's looking for uh, some of our uh, fellow republicans who are running uh for different offices dark biden uh, again, in case you, you didn't meet the, uh, in, in case you didn't catch the, uh, or the theatrically produced speech that, uh, Biden gave to basically attack half the country, uh, we'll kind of pick that apart, uh, along with today's guest, uh, over at the table joining me, uh, once again here on the show, glad to have him back, excited to have him back. Mr. Nate Ginter. Hello, sir great to be here and uh you know i know you were number 150 but uh after the naked inner bump i'm gonna say 149.5 nice i like it let's do it let's make that happen uh, <laughs> and over to the done. far right is uh, i don't even know what's going on over there is it still an evil david cabrera joining us for the show today <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh, an evil david cabrera is in mourning as you might expect on september um, 8th of, 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 the, of our Lord's year 2022. Uh, it was actually a very sad moment. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II passed away in her home in uh, Balmoral. And at the moment, um, what's going to have, come on, be nice about it. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. it was the wrong button. Lord Almighty. Gosh. Someone's not invited to the back onto the continent <laughs> so at the moment. Uh, we are, we're having fun with it a little bit, but we do mourn the loss of, of the, 
the now past monarch with the new monarch. So um, it was a God save the queen has died. God save the king with Charles the third actually starting his reign as of the same day. It is um, the kingdom is never without a monarch. So the day that she passed, the new king was installed. Uh, quick updates on what's happening. Her funeral will be on the 19th of September and we will all be up and watching because it's going to be a world event. The uh, production uh, predictions are over a billion people will be watching. Um, I'm going to assume that's going to be number one, not 150 when it comes to podcasts. So let's calm it down there, Jonathan. Uh, on September 14th, the coffin, ha the coffin has already been moved to uh, Buckingham Palace. On the 14th, it will be moving to Westminster for the actual funeral. Tickets are very difficult to get for these uh, uh, major monumentous occasion that's going to occur. Heads of state are only allowed themselves and plus one. Thanks, so Ticketmaster. a huge issue. I know. They buy everything up and then it's so difficult to find tickets for these events uh, looking to get a vip package too you know how expensive those things are going to cost <laughs> absolutely can you tell me the the monarch the, the monarchy <laughs> and the the palace is already telling people that they should not be coming in in private planes they should be taking commercial planes oh, yeah. that are already mm. scheduled just because of how ridiculous it's going to be to get into the country. Oh, I thought it was going to be some like green thing. It probably know. is both of it because something that people kind of forget is that uh, Prince or King Charles has been a big advocate for, I know it's weird to say that right now. It's so weird. Um, King Charles has been a huge advocate when it comes to <laughs> the green initiative and making sure for uh, green energy and everything else. Sorry, not laughing at what you're saying. 30 or 40 years. Still so it's, getting over the imagery. I mean, it is what it is. So. <laughs> and evil, do you know, is there any truth to uh, the fact that the black nobility, also known as the Pentaveret, uh, is currently reanimating her with the uh, souls uh, harvested from the provinces? I will disregard your comments and just continue <laughs> forward with the, with the point. Um, we have some of our own individuals that will actually be traveling to London for this occasion with actually some of our own people within our group that were there uh, during the passing. Travis Horn is one of them that was actually in London oh, wow. when this occurred. And then our, our own Parker will be in London uh, the day before or day after, the day before or the day of the actual You said that's funeral. the 19th? The 19th of September, which is gonna be a huge uh, event. Again, so that's Monday. Yeah. So we can maybe have her uh, call in for the show or something. I'm going to tell you right now, if this is your attitude and demeanor, I will not be attending. <laughs> I also didn't hear a no. So, you know, just throwing it out. There. A lady never uh. gives all <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's unfair to attack a woman in mourning. My I will tell you right now, there's apologies. a reason why I have my, my fan. <laughs> these, are, these are Lauren's Disney fans, by the way. <laughs> we couldn't find our palace fans. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's 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 quite a monumentous uh, occasion. I will say the updates that everyone has been waiting for is that everyone's titles have been moved up, and the mm. corgis are going to the Americans on this side of the pond. Are so, they really? Yeah, yeah, they are. They're being split. Yeah. By okay. the way, I was. Wait, wait. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, look, they'll be in great hands there. Good job with that one. Uh, I will say everyone's so wait, title. What, what are, Her the, what are the Harry and, uh, the Red the Corgis, dude. What, what what is that? Corgis? You don't yeah. know what a corgi is? It's a dog. Oh, oh, yeah, the, the Queen's, Queen's dogs. dogs. Okay, yeah. I, I thought 
you were saying Corgi was like a title for the British <laughs> Well, that's what you know I've never what? heard. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. The way the way they inbreed dogs is probably the same way they inbreed. Lord Harold <laughs> of Corgi. <laughs> Cornhog. Cornhog. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> no, it's Corgi of Worcestershire. Yes. <laughs> pronounced Corgi. Oh, my God. I hope no one's. Oh, a lot of people are watching crap. You thought they were, you thought they were coming over with the. Uh, Megan and Harry. So I was under the impression that they were thinking about it, but now that I hear it, I mean, they should be grateful true. if they were even given that much responsibility. I mean, Harry, they weren't. Harry wasn't even allowed to get to the palace before they made the announcement the queen had died. Ooh. Well, yeah, that was so. I I heard that he was, you know, um, yeah, he was the last to show up and then like first to leave too. I think. Wow, that's very. No, yeah, that. But he hasn't left yet. No, even even Meghan like that day though. I mean, like, even Meghan Markle. Well, maybe that day, but Meghan Markle is also already there. Everyone's there. Everyone's no. in London. Everyone's at the palace. Um, they've been doing tours and everything else. Taking um, doing the they call it the rope, where they they the, they go to like say hi to people. Yeah, which is actually That's not the rope, appropriate. The rope line. The what? The long walk. Yes. Yeah. And Charles did it as soon as I mean he wasn't even in the palace before he got out, which was very appropriate. He's been doing things appropriately which i'm not surprised because he's had 50 years to get this right well then there's people whose job it is to make sure that they get this right i'd be a little yeah. shocked if they you know again kind of screwed something up along well the way. i'm just mad when somebody's taken so much before their time <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i i'm trying to muster up some enthusiasm though uh so harry so harry and megan they're, my understanding is that they basically stepped down from the royal duties. But we want all the perks still. Yeah. Well, they, have, it, they have monetized the crown with Netflix and with all the other big uh, corporate sponsorships, mm. which is disgusting. Uh, and they're not doing anything. That's the biggest thing. They're not. They're just being lazy. Well, and apparently those projects have also not done well. No, yeah. none of them have done well whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was supposed to do a podcast the day of the death, and <laughs> that got canceled. And so I, I love the one meme. Did it put up gutsy numbers? <laughs> I love. I love the one meme of Megan, where it says, uh, "You know that moment you find out uh, you're getting your inheritance," and it's her opening one of these briefcases from. Uh, from the game show that she used to be on. Oh, uh, Deal or No Deal. Deal or No yeah. Deal. And it's a $5 <laughs> briefcase. <laughs> oh, that is priceless. Oh, my gosh. Nice. I, I will say they're not getting anything. I um, The reports have already shown that um, the princess of, of Wales has officially received all of the jewelry from the queen. Yeah. Almost about $150 million worth of jewelry alone. And that's, that's not it. Well, that's not so. There's different stages of. Yeah. I need you to calm down. There are different <laughs> stages of like who owns what and everything. Right. Else. So right, like, right. well, because most of it stays with Charles, right? No, Doesn't most of it stays with the well with the yeah. crown. Sure. So right. now that she's no longer here, she has some stuff that's been giving to her throughout the years. I mean, there's there's rumors that the the main the big diamond of like four hundred million dollars, which is sitting on top of the crown at, at itself, should be given back but and none of this is coming back so yeah. no one can even think about it but i uh, i think like a few like huge pearls like necklaces and things like that are gonna go i gave in. her a ring pop one so i wonder if she sells that <laughs> <laughs> and it, right again where where did they where did they get all this jewelry though were they jewel crafters or is that one of the families were they no they they went to uh, they, they went to uh they went to case oh okay i thought it was de beers that was my bad <laughs> She no, owns, she's a subsidiary owner of the beers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
No, he went to Jared's. That's what it was. <laughs> he went to Jared's. <laughs> Prince Charles went to Jared. <laughs> I'm yeah. so I'm sorry. I'm just two seventeen. Well, luckily, to, yeah. Luckily <laughs> about that noise. Produ- the problem luckily, is- our producer educated me on oh, yeah. all this because I honestly had no clue and 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 just about just as much interest. It's such a weird complexity because some of the most biggest fans of the monarchy are some of the biggest Republicans that I know, mm-hmm. and so it's it's a very like southern like situation where we you're call them rhinos it's okay and, oh my god <laughs> the southern people are really much into the monarchy whereas liberals can just eat a dick and so at the end of the day uh where we're moving forward like some like again at um we say eat a richard overseas please <laughs> eat a banger right. eat a banger <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of Americans are actually some of the biggest supporters when it comes it any to the crown. It doesn't make it any better. Uh, some of the biggest supporters of the crown. And it'll be interesting to see what happens next. Um, the last time a big monarch passed away with this longevity was Queen Victoria. And they marked her death as the uh, end of an era of the 19th century. So it'll be interesting to see what now with her death how because the majority i think only 0.5 percent of current people alive in britain were alive when the last king was okay alive. but how yeah. do you really measure her her let's say her political legacy no she has no political well that's legacy. what yeah. i'm saying but like, no, no, but that's, that's what i'm point. trying to understand the right. point of the monarchy a constitutional monarch is not to be left-sided or right-sided it's to be in the middle and of all anyone that's been in family dynamic to be in the middle is the hardest position to be because you cannot pick a side she's not allowed to show any political leanings she is allowed to talk to the prime minister which she has like once a month or once yeah once a month yeah, mm-hmm. and so she's a she has a private audience with the with the prime minister, which she gets to talk about what she wants to talk about, right? Like her those, agenda, yeah, and those those meetings are not recorded or anything else. However, when things are happening out of the country, it's not her jo- her job is to play mother and yeah. mother make sure that the table is set for everyone at the end of the day. So now that Charles is in charge, <laughs> now that Charles has taken the throne. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sound moment <laughs> no <laughs> that kind of i'm gonna have to pull that one and so now that he's uh taken the position it's gonna see it's gonna be interesting to see what his his real weighing is because i i will say this the more you try to intervene as a monarch the worse things get your job is not to worry about politics your job is to worry about the people and it and the more you do that as a good is better for the country as a whole what so, do you what do you what do you what is being expected to be kind of like charles's priorities or his agenda or so i will say well, this. there's still some golden diamonds left in africa so we gotta take care of that <laughs> a new colonial <laughs> age <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> they didn't get to all the hutus i don't think oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this is a Civil War reference. Roots three, um, return to Africa. Roots three. You know, I didn't know there was a series. <laughs> As I dress all in black, um, his number one goal is to make sure that the that the monarchy lasts long enough to pass to his son, and also to slim down the the budget of the monarchy even though i think it was like i know i know what you're about to say and i agree with you even though it's like 40 billion 40 million dollars to run the monarchy the monarchy itself brings in 
billions of dollars when it comes to tourism when it comes to um economic revenue growth it's a ridiculous it is a ridiculous number oh, and it's and, no, yeah that's actually less than i was expecting believe it or not i mean could just yeah. imagine how much the kardashians just that family alone right. is generating economic wise that's just an implant and yeah exactly and so you could just imagine what the <laughs> what the monarchy has on that side but i think it makes more sense uh some monarchies around the around europe have made a policy of um, the heir and the spare are the only ones actually uh, doing work. Whereas in Britain, I believe I'm going to talk to you about this. It's the two on top, the whale, the couple, the whales, and then maybe like the nieces. So I think it's up to six, six to nine people of the royal family are actually working. Oh, and then the his sister. Yes, hmm. and then his and then. Uh, Yes. So I think it's like it's around 10 that they get like funding, they get security, they, they right. but then they're responsible to actually do stuff. Sure. Yeah. So it does not skip Harry. Harry's still a part of the line and his children are still part of the line. No, nor did he tell them to come back home. He said, I'm so happy for what they're doing overseas. Yeah. Is there, is How am there, I not getting a camera on my own when I'm saying these things? Now, is there an American? <laughs> since you guys know, let me, let me just ask you, is there any American-born uh, English person or, or anybody in that lineage who's American-born where we could see a King Ralph-type situation? So I did the re I actually did a... Oh. Jesus, I can't believe I'm about to say this. So I did a... a, a well, it'd have to be Harry and Meghan's a, kids. I did a book report in regards to this, and there actually is some lineage that you can point out to, but that's like number 99, like number 98. So if Harry and Meghan have a kid here that's born in America... Yes. And, and they did. Everyone is electrocuted during a family photo, but that kid, <laughs> that American-born child becomes the king of so, England? So, I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, then like, <laughs> Prince Harry would also have to be there. Right. In the family True. photo. And that ain't happening anytime well, soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I mean, technically he's a bodyguard's kid anyway, so. Ooh. Anyways, what I will say is that's <laughs> oh rough. My God. Oh, it's that evil is, over here. Just rough. Yeah, he throws oh, on he a couple of pearls. All of a sudden, he's There's, royalty over. See, <laughs> rough. This is where Nate doesn't realize oh, why. You're assuming the pearls. Oh, yeah. This is why Nate. This is where Nate doesn't realize why I've given him a King George, you know, <laughs> doll there to display in in front of his <laughs> spot. Actually, Charles is my family's like male pass down name. My middle name is Charles, but all, all like, you know, it's not always firstborn, but every generation well, there's a Charles something. Well, how white of you. And so as we continue wow. down the, the schedule, there's about 15 days of mourning. <laughs> We're dealing with a lot of uh, Mind you, if changes. anyone has a lineage, you know, to... England, it's probably going to be him out of the three of us. Yeah, we're Spain. Uh, yeah. We're definitely... Yeah. yeah. We're definitely Spain. We're yeah, the I don't follow. I don't pay attention to them either. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like the side of the family that wins fights and doesn't get captured. <laughs> <laughs> That's, me. That's me. Wow. How uh, Trump of you, <laughs> McCain. <laughs> um, it, there's a lot of changes. The money's going to change. A lot of laws are, are having to change everything else. Songs are being changed. So it's, it's a lot of 
change. And again, only five, like half a percent of people in England remember the last king. Mm. She and it, Lauren made this comment that she was very my wife. I was very surprised. I'm wearing pearls in a hat. I gotta, <laughs> gotta, I gotta make the people unaware that um that, that she took office when she was 25 years old. Right, which was wow. very unexpected of her. Honestly, she wasn't even supposed to be in line of secession because of her father's brother abdicating during it. And if you want more history, watch The Crown. I think The Crown does a great was job. Was that any good? Uh, the, the Crown the crown was very good. The King's Speech was amazing. King's Speech was okay. awesome. So I, there are some really good um, good imagery and everything else about that stuff. So it's Top easy 10 to cover. Does a good. Yes, honestly. I, thought, yeah. I haven't watched The Crown, but I thought, the, I thought the King's Speech did a good job of explaining basically how Elizabeth came to power. Yeah. So it's good. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Again, the world is in mourning. Um, there are some people being fanatic about it, asking for certain things back. But well, let's talk a little bit about, because there has been, again, it's it's all about, especially when it comes to political groups, you know, it's all about seizing a moment to try to rally support for your organization or your platform or your, and there are those people who are pushing back and saying, you know, hey, let's not forget all the horrible things the monarchy has done, colonialism mm -hmm. being at the top of the list. And, and you know, and was that wrong? And so, <laughs> I mean, okay, do you really want to have this conversation? Sure. No, I'm, I'm actually, because I, I think this dovetails into, I think it's a similar conversation to reparations and, and land grants in America. I, th I think it's the same basic argument. I think there are elements of it that you could say, okay, well, this obviously ended up being a betterment for the overall society in this particular sure. country or this particular well, i mean you know. just that idea of like the, the 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 jewels are symbols of you know power and wealth that were taken after military conquest yeah. and you know a, a lot of them anyway um so you know on a, most of our land was gotten through military conquest i will so say i will push I, back I, and I, I i wouldn't think of returning that i will push back and the only thing i'll say is that mm -hmm. Humans have been conquering humans oh, yeah. for, since the beginning. Uh, the Persians did it during in, in the Middle East. I mean, the Ottoman Empire owned half of Spain at one time. Anybody uh, that the held And land. that's what I'm saying. The Romans yeah. took over the Mediterranean, the, the Ottoman Empire, uh, even back to uh, Genghis Khan. Well, it's why the idea of any kind of racial purity is absurd. It's absurd. Right. And like, so like uh, for many people who don't understand, like China's many parts of China were colonies of uh, Japan yeah. uh, mm -hmm. until World War II. And so like people just don't remember these things. Um, now, Australia was a penal colony. For the, now, for the throughout the United time. Kingdom, I mean, Still there are some. Oh my gosh, have you been to? Well, throughout the United Kingdom, though, there are there are some <laughs> issues with the with the with with the kind of too pure a bloodline. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where mm -hmm. you know you're kind of getting a little too close. Well, <laughs> you know, you, I mean, it doesn't doesn't go well when your family tree doesn't fork. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's yeah. real bad. But I mean, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things, you know, again, like some people will paint Columbus mm -hmm. as, you know, there's, there's a guy you know, who has a Columbus, uh, a picture of Columbus and it does like a, has like a criminal stamps, mm -hmm. like stamped over it, you know? Well, um, and that so I would it's, say it's, I think it was a little different though, because it was the, the Columbus stuff. There's the people that are anti-colonial in any way. Right. And then there's the stuff where like, I mean, he definitely, you know, we would, the, the treatment of, uh, the, that he put a lot of the people that he had conquered. Sure. Was, but imagine how different yeah. we would no, be normal as for the a, time, as by the way. I'm not, I'm not saying it was. And I, think, and I think that's what people really forget. Like, yeah. even during 
the the I mean, who would have thought decolonization during the the fifties and sixties after the after the wars? I mean, that was that could have been as bloody as possible, and the British were one of the few that were actually able to to roll back that pretty easily in regards to just okay, you don't want us here, like okay, we won't be here anymore. Now you can say that it was that they were using their colonies to 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 use them and their resources for industrialization industrialization, and I will say no schnup like every single large power was doing that to every single well, colony if you, around if you, the world at the time. And that's what you did because you didn't have the system as you have now where something in the Philippines can be transferred to the UK and they don't have to worry about it being pirated on its way. Right. Like you don't have that problem now. So it, it's, it's really an so argument. So far. <laughs> yeah, and, and if, if you frame it as an argument, to, you know, some people think that modern society is in progress. I won't even address that, mm. but we'll just say we think the, the, the betterment of human knowledge, ingenuity is, is things push forward technologically and, and you know with, with our uh education and and overall you know just sort of human endeavor that we're doing to to increase things mm-hmm. I, I would say that you know th- while it's not always nice the way that it happens um it's it's undoubtedly you know britain was one of the large factors in that especially in the 17th and 18th century. Oh yeah, and sure. we can't forget about the, what the Portuguese, with the Spaniards, with the Germans did to their colonies and everything else. But at the end of the day, I mean, there are some colonies that just are are as as developed or even more developed than their own uh, previous colonial hands. Singapore is a great example of that. They are much more advanced than than any of the others before. Taiwan's a big Mm -hmm. one from there as well. And then you ask, like, what is the what is the reason why? Uh, Africa, which is well, what we're going to get there, is why is it still in such dire strength? And I would say weak governance and the inability of its people to rise up against dictatorships. And you have that situation where there's just so many lucrative material and minerals in the ground that it just it gives itself to strong man leadership. Well, and, and also it depends how far do you want to go back to determine ownership? Because to my mind, if taken to its ultimate conclusion, that argument of so-and-so used to be here, well, if we could find out somebody was there before them, then really you would have to return everything to like the first dude or dudette to step on that area. Again, it, it doesn't make, it, it's it just, a, it's, it's yeah. one of those things it that matter. you can't, it, it's just not feasible after so much time has gone by. I don't think. Anymore. Nor do I care. Right. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. I just don't care. When I, so last time I was in Egypt, I went to the national. I have Museum. a mortgage for my property. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the most up to date documentation I get to win. <laughs> last time I went to Egypt, I went to the national museum and King Tut's tomb was on a dolly. And so I oh don't trust anything when mm-hmm. it comes to other parts of the world that they're going to keep it as significant and pure and, and respected as do I think in the West. So I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. And that's where, and honestly, that's how the cookie crumbles. Well, <laughs> Just look be at, upset because someone has because you were a colonized country. Get over it. Well, look okay. at what happened throughout the Middle East. You know, as these terrorist groups took uh, took power, mm-hmm. you know, and how they destroyed a lot of that history. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, intentionally because they want to rewrite the history books to favor their ideology, um, and so it's unfortunate. But now there's there's hundreds, if not maybe thousands of years of history that have been completely erased right. uh, because of the, dis- of the destruction. Well, I mean, you, you can go back to the burn of the library of Alexandria. Exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's human nature to, to do that. Um, although, ironically, I forget it was the Visigoths that, uh, when they did their initial sack of, of Rome, actually left all the uh, historical and religious things intact. Mm. Uh, they were trying to prove a point at the time. So yeah. it doesn't always happen, but it's a rarity for it not to. Sure. And, you know, you, you, you listen, conquering nations 
take you know um, uh, that's one of the things but that's that I, also I think, where a lot of the value lies in in, co- in conquering yeah, i mean i dude, mean the what's nazis the famous conquering right? if you're not gonna you know get some shiny stuff but man. jonathan the, the the position that you're about to head into yes yeah. the germans did a great job in taking valuables because yeah. they knew what it was the reason right. why paris wasn't bombed was because out of because not out of, the general that was in charge of that part of the territory decided not to because Paris was too beautiful to bomb. I mean, these are things that people just forget in history that there really are things that you, I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine Paris being bombed like the way the other parts of the world, uh, other parts of Europe yeah. were? I just couldn't imagine. No, you look at Germany though, and I mean, they did a pretty good job of rebuilding. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, well, well with, with our help, yes, though. with our yeah. dollars. And, yeah, right. I mean, well, and, my, and much of Europe. I mean, yeah. you know, even in England. I yeah. mean, you look at. I mean, again, the before and after pictures again. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just incredible. And, you know, especially when you think that, you know, a lot of that infrastructure, a lot of those buildings are older than our country. Yeah. Workers are like really motivated when they come out of uh, being shot at and bombed. It also and helps to pick up. A it also helps when it's like, our, this is pretty. It sweet. also helps yeah. when it's our dollars. Yes. That are so, the ones yeah. that are they're not facilitating that. Yeah. And so. Yes. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll uh, be hearing more, seeing more of uh, Nebel and Pearls and um, <laughs> and the developments with the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Nate Ginter, our guest today, our returning guest. Um, now, uh, to kind of get back to the motherland here in the United mm-hmm. States, we've, of course, got our elections coming up. No thanks to... Uh, England. Uh, we've got our elections okay. coming up. And uh, here in Florida, as you might expect, uh, although we Republicans uh, have significantly increased their voter registration uh, over the past couple of years, uh, it's still Florida. Uh, it's still very much a purple state, uh, I think, in many ways, although the geography has shifted some. Uh, I think there are still areas of the state or the state as a whole could still be considered a bellwether for the country as a whole. And uh, so uh, Anibal has been kind of looking into some of the polls. And really, I've, you know, I, I follow along, you know, as some of these polls come out, just kind of looking at the general numbers. Nothing really surprising here, um, because, again, at the end of the day, you know, we've got kind of, uh, I'd say, 80, maybe close to a 90% split politically. You know, uh, independents are somewhere in the 10 to 20% range. And and so, yeah, I mean, you know, if you just do a general polling of likely voters, you're going to get pretty close to 50 50 mm-hmm. um, and all these races, you know, the, 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 the campaigns like to kind of use it as, as a, a rallying cry that, Hey, we need your money. We need your help. We need your, you know, cause they're so, well, it's close every cycle, mm. you know, it always comes that close every cycle. The only one that I've heard where there may be some concern is in the Senate race between Senator Rubio and Val Demings. Um, you know, she seems to be, the only kind of stable, really kind of strong candidate that Democrats have here in Florida. Um, You know, she has a, you know, mostly positive, you know, political record. Mm -hmm. Um, She has some controversy, but again, not that it'd be relevant. Pro-choice. 
no 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 it was stuff that like for example like she lost her weapon like while she was chief of police you know in orlando oh. um you know and, and there's like some personal stuff mm. which again i don't see it really may, moving the needle much so she, she was uh, i'm not super familiar with her so she was she's a democratic candidate but former chief of police former chief of police okay. in orlando yeah and then um she was she this is her she ran for congress one yes she'd okay. been in she's been in congress now for one or two terms two terms two terms and uh and now has uh, decided to run against senator rubio hmm. uh which again i you know it i don't understand like you're already in dc you've you've got oh, a good Senate's so much more you power. know it is but then but it but again it, it's it's one of those things where is it ambition or is it um you know yes it is power but you're you're, it, you're one of 400 something versus one of 100. yeah but did she have know? to did she have to resign from her position in the house i don't think run? so because I, from what i understand charlie did charlie yeah. no charlie did because he wanted to focus on that's his race, choice yeah not because well of, and it's good politically yes. it's good political theater but the yeah. fact that she hasn't tells me that one she probably wants to keep her job or she'll do it later on in the campaign so it's a little bit different i well, will she'll get replaced regardless because there there are people running for her spit correct her spot so she could have she could have la she could have stayed and won that primary and then moved on but uh, regardless i think I agree with you in your positioning of where we're at when it comes to Florida politics. I will say though that uh, the larger aspect of what's happening in the country might be something that we need to start focusing more mm -hmm. on. At the moment, um, and I, I saw these numbers today on uh, PBS. So, which party should uh, control the Congress? And it's they say it's it's a, a toss up. But they're saying the forty eight to forty four. Um, percent of the country said Democrats actually should, should keep control of the of Congress again PBS is but saying see, that if you're the incumbents in power like that's a, that's a that's horrible a, that's, that's a bad a situation thing. to be in because right. again it's you you're coming off of it's a midterm it's going to be the first one after the, the big presidential cycle people are pissed with the economy people are pissed with inflation yeah. people are very upset and so the other big question is mind what you I to want that to, see. to that note what a lot of people don't realize because you know, Republicans have kind of had to stop talking about gas prices, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they kind of, the the, the inflation uh, talking point has kind of lost some of its power, but the 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 gas prices are about to go up. Yeah, They're about to go back up in about a month mm -hmm. because the, the oil reserves that we pulled from uh, have run out. And right. the only reason why the numbers are the way they are is because China has not been back at full steam again because they had, what, as of last week, 33 cities in China are back in zero lockdown because of their COVID policies, yeah. which is throwing everything off. So I think what we're, I think the bigger question is uh, if Americans think that the country is in recession and actually they do 62% out of uh, 62 to 32 believe the country is already in recession and that's a big deal yeah that people are going to vote to that position i don't think you get rid of that anytime soon the only thing i can see that's going to knock us out is honestly is the abortion question that was it was a nuclear mistake correct nuclear yeah, mistake. well and what what's interesting is is that i heard and i don't understand all the legal specifics of but apparently it was an attorney from the biden administration that brought the dobbs case to the supreme court essentially bringing forth the ruling mm. that now kind of put the abortion issue back on the table in ways that i never expected to see in our lifetime well but, there, there's that but there, there's also i mean you know you, you there was multiple supreme court justices that were asked their opinion flat out 
And I'm not going to say they lied. Maybe their positions changed, but they definitely changed. You know, there, there, there was, you know. Well, there's a difference between saying that we're not going to rule on it and kicking well, it back well, to the no, states. They, yeah. they, that's what that's right. what they did. They did not rule on it. They kicked it back to the states yeah. to come up with something that's better and that's stronger. That's going to be in position. So, my, and that's that's one of my one of one of the things. So, I, I have a I have a couple of opinions on this because I you know I'm pro choice, pro gun. So I don't have any kind of a party affiliation. But I I just think it was you know it couldn't have happened at a worse time. I think they were poised for a, a landslide. Really. Yeah. You know, no, like, I mean, they I, absolutely I think, were. I I think that this was like literally the one of the only things that could have really turned that tide well and nationally the voter registration has shown that it's predominantly women who are registering to vote mm -hmm. uh to making sure that they that they're voting on this issue yeah and and i think that you know in a, in a world where really in most races and even you know presidentially we saw this 2.5 percent of the vote uh is enough to win almost every election Correct. so the 2.5 percent yep. of people voting for you and not for your opponent yeah. change things i don't see a world in in which a bunch of races that should have been either a pretty much guaranteed victory are now in question but see the only thing that i think that could tip the scale back in in favor of the republicans is what i do believe is going to happen okay. i think the oil reserves are going to run out gotcha. gas prices are going to climb again right now there's a lot of red flags amazon mm -hmm. nationally and internationally, but nationally, scaling back mm -hmm. in a huge way. 400 locations, I think, that they are not going to open, um, you know, in terms of warehouses. I think it was um, 40. Um, Is it 400 or 40? I thought it was 400. Okay. I, Regardless, yeah, you're talking it, about tens of thousands. Would be a, a lot of distribution centers. I don't. I don't think there's that. They couldn't close that many. I don't. So, think. so regardless, mm -hmm. it's it's thousands of jobs right. that are now gone. They're they're just never coming to fruition um there was a story that came out that uh said that the united states mortgage lenders uh in large numbers are all going bankrupt um and, and, and so you've got that i mean there's just a lot of red flags out which there which is going to lead to more consolidation again. goldman sachs yeah huge layoffs at goldman sachs mm -hmm. now if anybody knows which which way the, the wind's gonna blow it's the guys who are blowing the wind Go well i mean you know what i mean and those I, guys I say, you, you i would say traditionally yes they've also sometimes been you know uh historically causing the winds uh, yeah well, <laughs> well that's what i'm saying but that's that's the larger that's the larger conversation i think the banking system understands what's going on i don't think there is going to be a huge issue when it comes to the housing market honestly i just don't see it and again these have been words that people have said where before things <laughs> fall apart right so i'm not i'm not ignorant on that point whatsoever but i just i don't see where it's coming on the mortgage side i do believe the market the the economy as a whole is just too overheated and you don't want a runaway inflation and that will occur if we don't tap the brakes a little bit the problem is tapping the brakes causes the recession in the first place well you know the comforting part is that the uh, head of federal reserve uh, on 60 minutes uh was asked the question of uh you know when it came to quantitative easing um you know it, do we have enough money to to prop up the economy uh, in the event of a downturn. And um, this is the head of the Federal Reserve Banking System said, it's okay, we have an unlimited amount of money. Well, yeah, because we get to print the money that we're working on. But the yeah. problem is, I don't see, do you see an 08 or even a 2020 situation occurring? Uh, well, 2020, definitely not. Uh, 08, it, it, 
I don't think it'll be that bad, but the a lot of the root cause with the consolidation of banking, I see us building that problem again, definitely. Whether whether I it's don't at see the pot. Well, the, if, one if, of the if bigger the biggest factors when it came to the 08 situation was the 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 arms, yeah. the interest rates that were yeah. that were moving well, here's, around. Well, here's and a story, sorry, security, but at the yeah. time at the time that we had 14 million mortgages that had arms, right now we have three. Million. Yeah. So, th so that is not going to be the catalyst. So this is the thing. So here's the story. It's from Bloomberg, uh, August 19th. U.S. mortgage industry is seeing its first lenders go out of business after a sudden spike in lending rates. The way And the wave of failures that's coming could be the worst since the housing bubble burst about 15 years ago. It said there's no systemic meltdown coming this time around because there hasn't been the same level of lending excesses and because many of the biggest banks pulled back from mortgages after the financial crisis. But market watch nonetheless expect a string of bankruptcies broad enough to trigger a spike in layoffs in an industry that employs hundreds of thousands of workers and potentially an increase in some lending rates that i don't have a problem with i it's, do not have a problem with that industry so they're talking about they're talking the mostly about non-bank mortgage lenders yeah. which but, i'm okay with there's there's a lot of downstream effects though because I, I have you know full disclosure i have mortgage companies that are you know clients of ours but there are also all the companies that support those title agencies you know, that's also real estate agents having yeah. a, you know, a tougher time. But we're you know, also only talking about 3% of the economy. Well, if you take a look at that directly, yes, but I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot. So, like, you know, you don't think about IT as being something that, but, you know, it ties to a lot of other businesses. But the American economy is very much intertwined with many oh, things. Very, very true. So, I don't true. disregard well, yeah, that. Yeah, but nobody thought, yeah. nobody thought that the housing crisis was going to cause the economic crash that it did. Either yes, and, and look at what when look at what happened when you when the economy literally stops moving, mm -hmm. the ripple effect is immense. Oh, absolutely. Because what's happened in the bank in 08, What happened? And I would say watch the biggest short, some of the other ones that yeah. they've done a great oh, big job shorts, explaining yeah. this stuff. The moment you stop the movement of commercial paper, you have Johnson and Johnson can't make payroll, and not because they mm -hmm. can't they can't afford it, but because no bank is going to give them the fifteen day leeway that they have to do to be able to monetize what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's Johnson and Johnson. Like Coca Cola doesn't have anything to do with the real estate market, but when you when you stop commercial paper moving around, slushing the economy around mm -hmm. is when things start to happen. So when, when she says that, is she or he now? Who's the, the Fed chair? It's a he. Yeah. When, Jerome he Powell? when he says something like that, it, which is absolutely ridiculous. Why would you say such a stupid remark? One, he's probably being extremely honest. <laughs> he's probably being extremely it's, honest and, and real because no matter what happens, yes, the Fed is going to prop up the U.S. economy. I don't think they should. I think they should allow for the pain because that was an Obama situation that still carried over that we shouldn't have to deal with recessions. Yes, we should deal with recessions every 10 to 15 years because that resets the economy. And that, that's the whole purpose of that's how the cookie crumbles when it comes to uh, a consumer economy. See, I mean, my concern is is that this administration may be doing this in purpose uh, on purpose um, with the intention of pushing forward their green agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, and so they're doing this in a, in an effort to uh, to again, you know implement the necessary pain measures you know in other words raising the price of gas intentionally to get you accustomed to it right and so you know like they say famously about uh, i think it's uh it's marxism or socialism you know is, is that you never get it in one fell swoop it's you the get Overton it window you know you, right you, know, you get you, it over you, a period of time you increase it this much and then when you pull it back you're a right hero. you push until you reach a pain point and then you pull back well, a that, little that's, bit that's, you know? that's one, of, one of the things that i think is certainly very true 
true that that's come out or, you know, uh, when Biden was running, he was pushing the build back better agenda. And if you look at all the, the leaders of the G7 nations that were out there basically trying to push the same plan everywhere, yeah, because I think in their heart of hearts, and this is not your average, you know, rank and file Democrat, but the, a lot of the people at the top truly believe that there should be, you know, some sort of overarching world body government. Right. And they want everybody doing the same thing. They want, and they all want to be that person. Well, they want the European yeah. union for everybody sure. is what they want. Right. You know, they, they want, they want the world union um, so that th there is some level of control worldwide, um, which is actually th it's for some nations. It's a great deal for us. It's a terrible deal. So, you know, that, that sort of thing uh, where, I, again, intentionally for the green agenda, I don't think so. But I will say, uh, was a Rahm Emanuel said, never, never let a good crisis go to waste. Mm -hmm. Right. I think they're seeing an opportunity. Well, again, to draw you know, something that they, that the, they the fact for. that they made it harder for uh, American petroleum companies to drill. Yes. You know, to produce oh, oil, well, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy to, to sit and to sit and say, well, we have an energy crisis and then go like. Well, yeah, we, we haven't been able to do anything like every single thing that was related to pipelining, natural gas, all of that stuff was immediately stopped. Every permit pulled, rolled back or right. straight up canceled. So you, you like, you know, when I, I never trust a Democrat that says, uh, I, I have an, I have an all of the above policy. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. It, 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 well, <laughs> all of the above, if everything below is all the stuff that actually works. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge nuclear proponent. I think sure. every, every energy argument that doesn't start with, we're building nuclear power plants tomorrow is absolutely ridiculous. Which correct. is interesting because you're seeing more environmental correct. groups go look in that direction. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they're getting yeah. behind well, it quite yeah. yet, but, but they're, then you, they're, cause you see what's happening in Europe. Europe right. is having a huge situation. It will be the first yeah. winter of them going cold because they cannot get natural gas from 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 eastern europe mm -hmm. or or russia and that's right. a big deal with them right now and what's yeah. happening even further into it and i don't want to get I, I knew we weren't supposed to get into the ukraine <laughs> war but it, it really is a, a de facto situation yep. is that the sooner the war ends the sooner oil will start flowing because mm -hmm. the more time right. it takes for us to get the oil reserves out of russia out of siberia out of the, that arctic area once those pipes end and close well they out of the control of the chinese too. no but the, they don't reopen for 30 years because the russians don't know what the hell they're doing there they're having mm -hmm. to get americans and europeans to fix the problems that are happening in these right. pipelines because they don't have the intellectual power mm -hmm. to be able to do that so now that all these what was it half a million people left russia at the start of the war well in their defense oh. though i mean they've been trading an excellent military that you know can <laughs> totally dominate any nation. who would have known that this would have happened the way it did well and, and, and what is interesting again i mean yeah, i know you've been pro putin all along i got your back oh, <laughs> But it has been fascinating, you know, just to at least, you know, at least from the surface and from mm -hmm. what little information we can get to see that there, there may be a potential tide turning here to where the Ukraine may be seeing an upper hand in this, in, in this uh, Oh, I war. think it was inevitable. I, I mean, it, it's inevitable. The, the Russians got beat by Afghanistan because we did the exact same thing we're doing now. We gave them money and we gave them stuff to shoot them with. Yeah. And we're doing the exact same thing. And now. that turned out so great for yeah. everybody. Well, well, no, the, I mean, well, what, what you, what you want to make sure you do is once the war is over, we need to start a caliphate in Ukraine. I'll oh, be the first guy to say, it. <laughs> listen, if, it, it worked out great last this time. Let's do it to again. To a very dark place <laughs> in conversation. Hey, history is history. But this, yeah. is, this is the problem that we're having now where a lot of 
parts of the world are having issues when it comes to oil because this stuff takes years right. to get out of the ground. It takes mm -hmm. years for this to happen. And who would have thought England would be talking about fracking because it's an mm -hmm. easier way to get get right. stuff out of the ground. And so yes, do we not do I not want to have such big pollutants in the in the air and everything else? Correct. But I'm also not ignorant that I don't know what it takes to make an EV battery, which oh, is right. just as pollutive or even more yeah. to the economy. And, and the, the solar panels there, and the wind turbines. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. But the, the, the real issue is that, you know, we want to be electricity is still, you know, it's a transmission source. It's not a generation source. Yes. So the, the reason that combustion has been the way that we've done things for so long is because it's very portable. Mm -hmm. So what you need if you're going to have electricity is, A, you have to have delivery methods, charging stations everywhere. You've got to have the lithium-ion batteries, which um, I think in the future, lithium is going to be the most valuable resource on the face of the planet, by bar none. Um, I'm surprised it's not already there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's already, it, it actually is quite valuable now, but, you know, the, the I'm, I'm talking about, you know, cell phone batteries and, you know, all those sorts of things. Right. The, the rare hydrogen, earth material. Right, like rare, yeah, rare earth materials. So those things, the, the, the thing that, like, you know, because some people, especially my more environmentally or friends that have been, you know, raised in the no nuke era mm -hmm. and these things, they don't understand. A, it is, we're talking about things that have progressed technologically 75 years. Right. From the, when the, the problematic things were built. Also, the fuel source for these things now is actually the old waste from the previous generation nuclear power plants. We've have, got mountainfuls. The French made it. I don't know how they did it. And I, and I honestly haven't made enough time to do the research, mm -hmm. but they have almost a situation where the fuel, the spent fuel rods are used yes. to reactivate older um, nuke facilities. Mm -hmm. And as those go out, then they go into a different, like it's right. almost like a, a natural recurring situation where they and keep on using the old fuel. Because those things are powerful for like a million years. It's absolutely oh, insane. And, and you can, the, the energy output, if, if you look at the, the, you know, the megawatts generated by, you know, e even huge coal plants versus, you know, or natural gas plants versus nuclear, you can build like 20. Yeah. You have to build like 20 natural gas plants to equal one nuclear plant. Right. I agree with you. And, I believe you know, a Republican before I believe a Democrat when it comes to all the above. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And that's what we're seeing now in this current economy when it comes to what people are going to be making the decisions on. Yes, they think the economy is going down. They think uh, they still think inflation is more important than the abortion question, which I think we're going to really have an issue with because mm. the women in the suburbs are the ones that make that decision. Correct. And then the, the last thing is I, I still see in Florida that um, Rubio and the governor will be taking their positions. I think it'll be probably five or, or less when it comes to the spread. Others say five or more. I don't, I just don't know yet because Florida is definitely a bellwether state. And I think people need to stop thinking that it's not. My, my prediction is DeSantis wins. Rubio is too close to call. I'm leaning towards if I, if I have to say yes or no, I'm leaning towards he does not get reelected. Well, we will see in the, 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 where I'll disagree. And, okay. you know, and sure. I, uh, As I, clutch I mean, my pearls. I mean, really, I mean, I, I'm not saying I, it's what I'm hoping for. I'm just saying I think that's the way the, the wind's blowing. Well, and have, having not only worked for the senator, but also mm -hmm. having been there basically at the start of his sure. uh, Senate campaign in 2010, what we haven't seen yet from Rubio and what I think DeSantis is much better at mm -hmm. here, you know, now four years later is 
is once the campaigns get hot and heavy, mm-hmm. when the debates come into play, mm-hmm. when they're really going toe to toe with their opponent, sure. that's when Rubio shines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's a great orator. He's he's great on his feet. You know, when it comes to debates, mm-hmm. um, he's he, he gives great speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's ba- when his back is against the corner, sure. he does incredibly well. And when he's on, he's on. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't remember. He, the, the the problem is that there's a lot of wiggle room on a lot of issues. There's a lot of political theory and a lot of stuff when it comes to do you think women should have the right to choose uh, however they phrase that if his answer isn't yes he loses i don't think so this is you Florida. don't think so okay no this is oh, still a very fair no and again the numbers the numbers voter registration wise mm. again don't favor val demings no okay um in terms of what's been happening statewide uh and then and then also again i think the other factor is going to be that we are going to see the economy worsen getting closer to november and that's going to make that a pain point that's also going to drive people I, back to the polls i don't True. know i don't know if that is going to be what happens i'm thinking i stick more to the south florida and north mm. florida are very religious very well southern. let's talk about that so so, so the reason yeah. the, so, the, you know the, to be honest i mean because yep. i i heard it you know while in both working for the campaign working for the the senate office republicans are very soft on senator rubio Republicans aren't like super like pumped about him. You know oh, what I mean? Um, because he wants to see immigration reform. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and when he tried to get that done, it didn't go well. Um, now he did curry some favor with the Trump folks because he and Trump got along very well. Mm-hmm. He basically served tr- as like Trump's Latin American advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, and really, traveled south america during his administration you know as a representative of the american government Mm -hmm. or the president um but again he's not getting a lot of brownie points for that um but where like anibal just pointed out where he is strongest is where most republicans would fail which is in south florida Mm -hmm. um because even the hispanic democrats in much of south florida will will cross will cross the aisle to vote for him um and maybe not vote for any other republican Uh, i I just i'll go back to i think it's a crazy spoiler spoiler issue one of the things that that oh it would would be it would be a huge upset if she wins in pennsylvania and in in, in arizona yes Mm -hmm. the position you are correct in florida no val demings has orlando Yep. Where else? Yeah, she doesn't have the North. She doesn't have the South. She yeah. barely has Tampa. She's the de facto Democrat, yeah. so she's sure. automatically going to get forty percent of the vote. Which is what we've seen. This is now the twelfth cycle that we've seen it, where it has to come someone from the middle part of the of the state, mm. and every time that happens, it fails. The last time it was succeeded was a Republican, though, who was a Tampa a Tampa mayor, which is. Um, um, Bob well, Martinez, Bob Martinez yeah. which was the last one that actually came from the center of the sure. state. Mm-hmm. And so we've had the situation now. It's always from the south or from the north. And I would say that the middle part of the state just doesn't have itself together. And somewhere else, I think it's so odd that this is not working out the way I think the Democrats thought it was going to work out is Georgia. They're about to lose their Democratic side in regards to mm-hmm. um, in regards to the governorship. Well, Herschel Walker is not a strong candidate, yeah, but that's the Senate part. I'm think I'm talking about the governorship. Like that. Is oh, some, they're not going to lose the governorship. That is something that I was very surprised. No, Abrams going to lose that. She has put so much effort yeah. and so much talk into what she's written seventeen books and like and like she about stuff she knows nothing about, about. Exactly, and so I think she'd be a better VP. Then. Has that stopped anyone? 
Yeah. Not not once. <laughs> not once. She's also become a multimillionaire out of losing a gubernatorial campaign. Again, right. I, I'm, it's I'm only in America, baby. I know. I am yeah. shocked that they her 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 numbers are going down. Failing upwards, right? It, it literally her numbers are going down of how of, of yeah. her race. And that's shocking. In regards to the Senate, this is why I don't believe we're gonna get the back of the Senate. I think we're gonna we're gonna grow our position in the Congress and we're going to go really good in the house, but the Senate is going to be talked about because of what happened with the other, with the, the management of the money right now. They're having huge problems that they're saying that the, that the, but that the, the chest, the war chest for the Senate reelection campaign has like 90% of it has been spent already. Well, I mean, let's not forget the reason that you didn't have Bernie Sanders running in 2016 was because Hillary came in and her campaign bought the DNC out yes. of their debt problems. But the problem so. is we don't have someone like that in the, with the Senate. And yeah. the person in charge of the Senate at the moment in regards to fundraising <laughs> is is Rick Scott. Yeah. And once mm. you start hearing these reports that the money has been spent, when I, allegedly they raised like over $150 million and that stuff has all been spent already, mm. the only way he gets out of that is if they get the Senate. That's the only way he gets out of this. Yeah. Mm. If they lose the Senate, it's all on Rick Scott. And that's going to be a huge problem for him. But I, at the end of the day, not really because he can pay his way through and raise the, all the money he needs to because right. he has so much money. Sure. Yeah, but spending that kind of money again, you have to you have to show something for it. And he, I don't think you he, have if, to have something to show for. And it. if they don't take back the Senate, there's nowhere to show where that money went. Well, it's kind of like the issue that you know that we're also hearing about Trump's pack. Mm. You know, and the fact that theirs is not as quite of a puzzling problem because mm. they're not spending the money. Right. So now well, all of a sudden what, it's what, like. Yeah, what was the last estimate about that? I mean, it's something insane. Oh, some crazy um, amount yeah. of money that they yeah. have and they're just sitting on it. I think yeah. That was like a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, but that doesn't surprise me yeah. because I'll tell you what exactly is going to happen is that they're waiting for the dust to settle on uh, or somewhat settle mm -hmm. on, on not only the midterms, but also all the controversy yeah. right now surrounding Trump. And then when he announces, that's when all that money is going to come into Do play. Think that money is to help Trump. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not, he's not going to put a whole lot of money out there to help anybody no else. No one who has donated to that pack is unaware of that. Is not aware right. of that. That money is going to support Trump. Now they would, they might have thought. I think there's was, some people that. They might have thought it was going to go to, to fight the, the, the voters and to, to right. buy lawyers <laughs> and everything else. That never happened. But I think. Well, even to support the candidates that Trump's endorsed. Right. But the thing is, is that aside from him showing up to do maybe a rally. Yeah. And, and some videos, you know, like they're not spending any money to and help these people get elected. They, as a pack, they don't have to. Right. And mm -hmm. so you can, the, the Democrats will demonize and try to, the Democrats are trying to make this all about Trump. They're trying yeah. to make the midterm about Trump. And we're trying mm -hmm. to make it about the economy. And midterms are very fishy. There are not presidential elections and that's, people get very upset. That's why the to lesson today, it. kids, is... Mm -hmm. Don't donate to a pack. Donate directly to your favorite candidate. No, you should <laughs> donate to whoever you want. <laughs> As someone that has their pinky toe in, no. in that world, you should you should support anyone. But most you can. candidates nowadays have have a pack, have their own pack. You know, yes. and so it takes it doesn't take long to set one up. It's not that right. difficult. And if you want to support an individual, you go find their pack and you support it. Because at the end of the day, you can only give a thousand in Florida. You can only give a thousand dollars to uh, candidates on their election cycle. And depending on what yeah. happens in their primary and their general, you can only at the most you could probably give two million. So 2, can, is a pack a sort of a way around that 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 minimum or that maximum? Rather? It allows you to <laughs> express your First Amendment rights. Okay, so so yes. I would say all right, cool. I don't. 
Sorry, I don't I don't speak that flipperty shit, but y'all y'all do up there in Capitol Hill. So. Higgly, biggly. <laughs> yeah, because basically it removes the limits. It removes any limits that any individual or or uh, or company or entity can donate to a particular. You are campaign. allowed gotcha. to fully express your fundamental constitutional rights. Your heart's desire, yes. Uh, I, I mean, I have never understood why, like a corporate, like it, well, I don't. If see, a corporation you know, is getting taxed separately, they should have the right to express their political well, views in, as much. If as If ExxonMobil want. wants to give a billion dollars to a candidate, well, let them do that, but let them do it on the record so everybody knows. Which is why we know. have PACs. Exactly. There you no. go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the Doesn't yard it sign. Sounds so much better when I'm in this outfit. <laughs> it does. It sounds classier. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it sounds like something. That's for sure. <laughs> Johnny Torres, Enable David Cabrera, Nate Ginter on today's show. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for liking, subscribing, following. Uh, and please continue to do those things. Leave us a review if you can. That helps a lot as well. And uh, again, the audio version of the podcast doing incredibly strong. We thank you so much for that. But be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for us on YouTube, uh, even on Twitter. And, uh, and, and just to kind of keep up with all the developments uh, and, again, changes that are coming along to the podcast uh, over the next few weeks and months uh we've uh, of course talked to queen elizabeth and we we're just talking about uh, our florida politics we'll touch on uh now the one and only dark biden presidential uh topic here to close out the show as uh joe biden you know was uh famously uh nicknamed brandon uh after a famous nascar <laughs> uh, fan incident or engagement That's if you want to um and and that it caught on so well and then just became such a national thing that the Democrats were uh, initially trying to say, oh, it's not funny and it's not, you know, they were trying to, you know, kind of be very dismissive of it. Uh, and, and, uh, and then, you know, really now they have adopted it in a way uh, to this dark Biden, which essentially is just their version of, Donald Trump. Well, you know, I quick, mean, quick it's, correction. it's, it's actually, an angry, like dark Brandon is what that, what it is. Oh, dark Brandon. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, they're, that's they're, right. They're, yeah. they're redoing, they're, they're yeah. trying to Stark grab a hold of that Brandon name. Yeah. And there's all these, you know, memes they're building out of it. The, the ones that I love though, and this is, this is funny. It always kind of tells you where people are actually at the memes that they make out of it. A good half of them are, uh, Biden with the Homelander, you know, power eyes, you know, he la famously lasers Doesn't he people. cut down like an entire group of people? Oh, yes, he, he murders oh, groups yeah. of people and, and hates people that protest <laughs> Often. And, and kills everyone. As a matter of fact. Um, and he's, he's a very authoritarian. And somehow gets away with it. Yes, yes, an authoritarian uh, dominating power figure. And yeah. uh, I thought, well, that's very interesting. That's <laughs> very fitting. That's that's what your idea of, a f of showing him as a funny, powerful guy. Yeah. You pick that character. Uh, and that's the people that like him. Right. Like uh, who I, also I, has in a romantic entanglement with a Nazi. Right, well, I mean, mm. hey, let's, <laughs> hey, it doesn't end well. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. So like the, the dark Brandon rises is yes. one that I'm seeing right now. Dark brand. All of them are with the eyes. I'm so, yep. I am appalled that's, that that's what they picked. Well, oh. as if he wasn't creepy and dead eyed enough right. well, this tells from you all the drugs that he's full This of. tells you that this is not a natural like evolution of his position. This is a, definitely a oh, like yeah. a CNBC kind of rebranding well, situation. Like Joe Biden has any idea what the boys is. No, right. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, is too, is that yeah. for so long, Republicans, you know, at the grassroots level, and this is honestly why Trump is so popular mm -hmm. and, and, and beloved, especially at the grassroots 
surface level is because Republicans were famous for not punching back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even still today, you know, uh, uh, again, you know, the fact that Trump didn't go after Hillary, like Mm -hmm. really, like the way that they're leveraging the government to go after him now, Mm -hmm. like he didn't, he could have gone after Hillary. Mm -hmm. He could have gone after the Bidens, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and really leveraged the government. But again, you know, it was this whole, no, we don't do that sort of thing. You know, it's the higher road approach. I think he he wanted to, I don't think he had Republican support to do it. But I'm saying Republicans have always been of the, hey, no, that's not us. Let them do those kind of things. Like we, we want, let's take the higher road. And Trump was the one who kind of came in kicked the, the doors open in and said no mm-hmm. we're going to fight fire with fire and we're mm-hmm. going to you know we're going to really kind of bring the heat and and so now like they're feeling like they're the ones that got the soft candidate mm-hmm. you know in dark brandon you know joe biden you know because he came in as mr unity remember you know his inaugural oh, right. speech was all about unity and bringing the country back together and i think they're realizing that the only thing that can help them right now in their numbers is to go on offense. It has to. Yeah. There's no way around. I mean, I'm even looking at images of the the Iron Throne. Like this is ridiculous right. when it comes the, to these dude, comparisons. Everything is a totalitarian monarch. Sure. In the stuff that they're making, exactly. saying isn't this cool and funny and hip? Because problem, in reality, it, that they are, they are. Yeah, exactly they are authoritarians. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, I feel what's happening now is is just the White House in, is in such a disarray when it comes to their voice and where mm-hmm. they're going is that they have to they have to grab onto something. And so they're making t-shirts, they're making hats, they're making mugs of this dark Brandon situation. And I think it's it's doing nothing but pissing the country off because you were supposed to be the one that, that unified. Right. And then you're telling us that everyone that's a, a Republican that voted for Trump right. is someone, it's like, it's the new deplorable. And that's exactly what no, people now, feel. Now all of a sudden, everybody that voted for Trump had something to do with January 6th. Yes. Right. And, every Republican. And every Republican is a threat to democracy. And uh, That's almost 80 million Americans right. that you're starting to condemn. And it's just going to push them. So, like, if you wanted a rallying cry to get Republicans yeah. to go out and vote this November, well, and God this is the best a, way to do it. God forbid it's a normal election without everybody being sent a ballot. <sighs> I mean, we're going to. That's, right. that's a dangerous. Oh, yeah. Instead of your thing. ballot being three pages long, it's right. one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not difficult the, to to go through this quickly. The yeah. thing that I, I thought was really interesting was a speech he gave in uh, in Philadelphia. Shout out, city of brotherly love. Um, the you know the, the imagery that he was conjuring up during this half an hour speech. I mean, they literally had you know the, this you know government building behind him. They had cast red light all over. Right, it's just backlit. It it was like you know there's been a lot of comparisons to like the speeches by the emperor and like V for Vendetta yeah. and these things. Because it looks exactly right. Like it's it. very ominous. It's very yeah. so. Yeah, it's very heavy. And people got upset because oh, yeah. you're 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 manipulating the pic really because you've never manipulated. Oh right, because a January six picture. Right. Well, it and, was in the <laughs> middle of the day. It was yeah. bright and sunny. You look at pictures from like the the New York Times. You yeah. think it's at like eight o'clock at night with like bombs firing well, at the, Congress building. When you zoom out and you show that there's also like the blue panels, mm-hmm. and, it doesn't like, help. That's any better. It doesn't help yeah. at like, all. The, it, it's but it, it, what what is going to be in frame? for the shot of him talking. Oh, yeah. We're not going to stay zoomed out. The other thing that uh, CNN came under fire for was somebody was smart enough at CNN, the Communist News Network, (laughs) to realize that it looked incredibly bad, (laughs) and they actually changed the color filtering on what they were broadcasting so that it was real light and pink, and they, they, you know, for those of us in, in the game, they brightened it a bit. I think that's the official term, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so that they brightened it up, so it appeared almost like a pinkish hue. Right. So it didn't seem like 
a creepy demagogue coming out, like, you know, like you're, you're ang- announcing you're, his invasion of you're, Earth. You're angling it wrong because you can't see the American flag in the back. No, one American flag in the back. Yes. And the, you had to really look for that American flag. Right. And you had soldiers in the background. It just looks so Right, you had the two weird. Marines. You, yeah. you had them flanked by two Marines. Yeah, and then yeah. like, well, if you add the blue, it looks better. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look any better. No. This looks like V for Vendetta and the speech of on top of <laughs> Buckingham Palace. It, it was bad. It, again, it's it's what's in frame. You know, d- the the other way, if you have it blue in the center yeah. and red on the sides, at least that looks like. Well, you know, it doesn't okay. help that you know he's angry and he's got both <laughs> yeah. fists up, and you know, like now his yeah. skin has gotten all like you know really leathery and. Well, that's what he, happens. He's basically looking no, 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 like Palpatine. First of all, that's what happens when you fight a Jedi. And second of <laughs> yeah, all, I, I thought it was Crank, but you know whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, he can afford math. I know. This is what happens when you don't take a nap. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens. They had to shoot him up with some kind of stuff. So, like, yeah. there's some pictures like you angle it all the way to the top. Yes, you can see American flags. But if you're like just leveled with him, it looks so on. Someone mm. got paid very well to do the staging lighting of this, mm-hmm. or no one got paid, and this mm-hmm. is from Halloween of last year. Right. Well, and again, I think they they. I think this was all intentional. I think this was all an effort for him to go on the offensive as the speech was. It was yeah. very offensive and, I, and not just in, you know, how he labeled half the country, but also in, in the sense that, you know, he wanted to push back, like because Democrats, you know, I think right now feel that they're in the corner. You know, they got their back in the corner that they're, you know, again, the the polls show that, that they're very weak going into these midterm elections, maybe not as weak as they did some time ago. But again, these things think months to plan. Right. And looking back at where they were months ago, they needed some sort of a moment to kind of rally the base, the most the most ardent part of this of of their group of their voters, um, and 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 going out and lashing out against Republicans who were January six, who MAGA, you know, again now the MAGA Republicans as they call them, which aren't a thing. Right. Um, it's it, I think is 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 kind of the jolt they were wanting oh, to go I, for. I think that there, I think that there are. So I think MAGA Republicans is a real thing for sure. I mean, I have relatives that I can tell you. Uh, at least in our family, there's a couple. But I, I will say yes, there in is the sense that, that yes, I yeah. do agree with you. Was it the the percentage of Republicans? Oh, I, I'm not saying that it's a, that it's a large group, like that it, no, that it represents but, the Republican Party. No, but, uh, but it, my is, sense, it is the base. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they're all thirty percent, thirty six percent of Republicans want Trump to run again, which I'm not for or against. Mm-hmm. But like, I can understand that that his is base, and with that thirty six, you can win the primary when it comes to the Republican Party right. again. And that's the issue that Republicans need to deal. Now, that's the thing. I meant in the sense that there there aren't people Mm. who are only voting for Donald Trump. Correct. At the end of the day, they're still Republicans. Right. You know what I mean? Now, do they have a loyalty? Do they have a without MAGA? They're still not going to vote Democrat. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I mean in the sense that, that those people mm-hmm. don't actually exist. But, yes, are there people who are fervent supporters of the president? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, he wouldn't be as powerful as he continues to be, um, even at, even two years out of office, um, if it weren't for this sure. base he's created for himself. Correct. Also, uh, just a quick update. Robin Adair says it was Independent Hall that he was speaking in front of. Yeah. yeah so, uh, odds are, yes. so, congressional contributions, yeah. So, 
I, I, I get it. I get that they want something to fight, push back against with the Republicans and everything else, but I think this is just going to cause more problems. Again, mm-hmm. the independents are what is going to sway this election coming up. Well, and I think that speech, I think, really turned off, I mean, at least from what I've heard, turned off a lot of independents. Yes. So can we say that the Independence Hall speech turned off independents? Oh, look <laughs> at that. Hey. Quite hey, dramatic. Oh mm. And it, what's sad is uh, I probably should have known that because I had to take field trips there like 80 times when I was a kid. I just couldn't recognize it under all the uh, fascist lighting. <laughs> very tough. All right, everybody. I mean, Again, that over there, uh, believe it or not, is an evil David Cabrera. <laughs> right next to me, Nate Ginter. Uh, this is the yard sign. I didn't make sign. one pearl necklace joke the whole time. I know. I'm so proud of you, Nate. Thank you. <laughs> I know you didn't even bring you it really up. had to hold, a lot of self-restraint. You showed Thank a lot you. of self-restraint tonight. Um, all right, Nebel. Anything else before we close the show? No, really, honestly, at the end of the day, we're watching for the, what's going to happen in the Buckingham Palace in regards to the funeral on September 19th. She's dead. Nothing's going to happen. I need you to calm down, <laughs> sir. I need you to calm down. She's not going down. anywhere anymore. Shut up. Uh, if anything, <laughs> the more people are going to be oh, watching her. It would be a perfect, it would be a perfect sequel for Nicolas Cage and national treasure someone don't, steals don't, the stop, queen's stop, coffin yes. stop. oh that would yes. be amazing this is so offensive. Whoa. i know i completely dude. apologize this is national treasure what is it for bring it back to me this is international treasure international treasure they can't even international treasure. ridiculous uh what we are really looking forward to is actually the conclusion Who are you talking to the producer there the conclusion of <laughs> the uh the war of occupation when it comes to ukraine that's something i'm really much looking forward to and I'm really excited to see that they, they've been able to, it was a bait and switch situation. They made sure that the media talked about the center of the lines for the Repo- for the Republicans, for the Russians. And instead they went through the, the, the Northern side of it and swooped down. They've now taken over a thousand miles back of land that the Russians were occupying in a bunch of key cities. So this is something very mm-hmm. surprising. I think they only have like another month or two or maybe a month before they can't fight anymore because mm-hmm. of the weather. So there is definitely a fighting season. I never, understood that honestly mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting seasons you would assume they could fight at any time but evidently that kind of cold thing. you'd understand i don't we live in the south machines I don't, don't work oh really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even the tanks mm-hmm. get too cold mm. i didn't mean to ask and obviously I, I, I we don't have time to go into the topic mm-hmm. but this bill because you're a tech guy mm-hmm. you know you work in it this bill about uh, manufacturing chips that biden mm-hmm. put out and all that and trying to cut out China and, you know, and well, we did, we, we had to do something. So it's one of the few parts of the bill uh, one, that I actually, agree but does with. it, does it work as, as, in, as, in, as implied? Uh, it, so it's going to take more time than they say, yeah. but we, we have to do something. I don't care how quickly it happens, but American, American chip makers need to be, need to be making chips yeah. here. It, whether or not they're still doing business overseas as well, yeah. I think is another question, which I don't necessarily have a problem with. I think that's a different story but we definitely need chip manufacturers here in america what if there's a disaster what if something goes wrong yeah. taiwan's an island right. you can't have all of your chip processing plants and half islands. a world away right yeah. so uh so no I, I fully support those provisions of the bill i think it's long overdue and uh we've been penny wise and pound foolish for not incentivizing american companies to keep their chips here american cool. companies are already starting to move their chip manufacturing here before the bill was even passed i feel that it was just giving money to to just giving loads of money to companies that were already doing it what's your favorite so kind of chip? Mm-hmm. sour cream and onion 
Barbecue. I'm trying to get away from chips. Honestly, it's it's <laughs> fattening, and I've I'm been American. told that if I'm going to fit into my outfit, I've been told Fritos. I'm going to fit in my outfit for the funeral that I need to lose another five pounds. No. So I, <laughs> I'm going away from chips. Just take off those pearls. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, on that note, much luck to uh, our very own Parker Dare, who is uh, heading off to the UK uh, to, uh, I believe, uh, continue her studies as she pursues an MBA. Much luck to her. We. Uh, uh, hope that maybe she might be able to check in with us uh, here next Monday as uh, the queen is laid to rest. Uh, also, uh, again, all you losing campaigns out there, go pick up your yard signs. And uh, and, and a little uh, anecdote. Learn that to I, lose with dignity. My that's right. God. Pick up after yourselves. Ugh. And, uh, and another little note that I found amusing is that for the upcoming World Cup in Qatar, they're actually using American grass. Hmm. So, is that before or after the, the bodies of the slaves are decomposed? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you got to fertilize it somehow. Uh-huh. All right. Good night, everybody. That will be off of Enable David Cabrera, Nate Ginter. I'm Johnny Torres. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, ring the bell, whatever you got to do to keep up with us. And again, uh, catch your, uh, the audio version of the podcast on your favorite podcast platform at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and Samsung podcast platforms. On that note, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Oh, we're gonna get a little ding 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 ding.